Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. So embracing of all shades, all tastes, all song types, so all nostalgic or upbeat. So the podcast is really like a thank you to the universe, a contemplation on the day, a reflection, a sharing of things that I'm really grateful to have taken away um, and grateful for the learning opportunities and gifts. And yeah, just more done to say thank you, life. This is what I got today. I know there was a whole lot more I probably missed, um, but really thank you for this and sharing with a hope and intention that really like if somebody else should come across it and listen that it's the right time and that something resonates or inspires or lights that could be in a word or a phrase or a story um, just as I've been grateful for some insight that I've gleaned through this kind of university of life. Um, so with the tango, I know I shared recently some other lessons and I often share lessons and insights from my tango and salsa experiences. This is a blend of the two because what happened was, so in tango, one of the things, principles is, so she said to me, like, if you don't know what's going to happen next, or you feel like you're not connecting. You're not connecting to the partner and you're not quite sure where it's going next. It's okay as the follower to literally kind of return to feet together and alternating weight till you can get a sense of where it's going next. And this kind of constant centering, it's like even when you get started, the whole idea is trying to connect to the lead and get a sense of the transfer of weight and then get into that rhythm with the lead. So the lead then understands where the follower's sort of rhythm and transfer of weight is to kind of get the whole thing going. And at any point that the follower is unclear, you can literally just return to that until you get clarity on what's next. And it's okay to make mistakes. And that actually, <laughs> they aren't really mistakes as such. Um, and what was so lovely was then... So I find also, so it's a blend of different lessons. So there's one about centering and it's being, it's okay to go slower. So, and to actually just enjoy the movement in the moment and then not, because what I notice is this tendency to constantly be thinking ahead, which is then how everything is just a microcosm of something else. That generally in life, I don't think it's only me. I think all of us are just so wired not to be present and to think about what's happening next, what we're going to say next. Even when we're in conversations and there's often those exercises to say, just watch yourself listening. Are you actually listening to understand or are you listening to plan the next thing you're going to say? So then when I was in salsa, and I know I've mentioned that I find the lessons easier because then there's direction and there's calling out of the next move. Whereas in a dance with somebody, it's connecting to that person and then getting a sense without knowing. And it's not verbal anymore. No one's calling out commands. And then I found applying those principles of salsa, of tango helped salsa where I was like, it's okay to actually just slow down. It's okay to kind of just be more with the moves in the moment and trying to just connect to the person and then like slow down to get a sense of what's coming next. It's okay. It's okay not to know and it's okay to kind of center again and just try to tune into those subtle cues. Mm. 
and that there's certain things that cannot be learnt. They can only be learnt experientially through actually the doing. Because there's no, there's no amount of like the theory, you know, they can tell us all the stuff about, oh, yeah, and that ultimately was the answer that came. Because they can tell us stuff about having this tension between the lead and the follower being in hand or um, in a closed position on the hand between the shoulder blades. You can talk about that tension and you can talk about all these theoretical things of if your hand moves this direction, it's this, and that direction, it's a turn. This one is to stop. But there's also like from the actual doing of it that this muscle develops and it's all new. It's because it's totally different. It's a totally different form of communicating. Because then when I said how it all like fits that you can't actually be told, it's only that you learn through experience because then when... When there was this talk of closed position, so I don't know if I've, I don't know, I'm feeling like I've shared this already before, that in a closed position, there's idea of the space between the um, lead and follower, that there should be this physical like space that I don't know what the Hebrew one was, but they, he translated it to English as like the Holy Spirit. And it was just, I thought it was very cute of like this in this space that needs to be inhabited, like kept sacred between the lead and the follower that there's this gap and then in the closed position if you're not staring down at the other person's feet there's different moves that can be done from side to side either in place or like a slow step to the side or like a too fast and a slow there's all these different combinations and then I asked like how does the lead get a sense of the follower's movements like foot movements in a closed position you know like and ultimately the guy said well it isn't really an answer I can give you you need to kind of get connected to the person and get a feeling and yeah sure because it is it's just a subtle like really tuning into somebody and then there is there is stuff in terms of the torso the movement of the torso and yeah but it's just beyond can be all these tips and pointers, but then ultimately it's also surrendering to a present moment and kind of a trust and connection with another person. And then ultimately working with it for me as this idea and analogy of almost then again, like I've mentioned before, with dancing with life and then this trust and connection in the moment and that also in dancing with life, if, if there's a not knowing where are, we, where are we going next, like what is the next move here, that it's okay to slow down and get centered and it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to go in the wrong direction and it's okay to come back and just tune into the moment and the music and see. Ah. <sighs> And what was also fascinating for me was the overlap because it was how something that I learned in tango was helping me with actually like being more present in that to salsa. Um, and just how, yeah, like we never can underestimate or know the value of experiences and learning. 
and just to trust that yeah like everything happens in its perfect time and we're in the perfect place for reasons that we cannot fathom you know and, and something that just comes to mind as an example of this where there's a movie based on true story called Gifted Hands of um, a African-American doctor, pediatric doctor, who I think performed one of the first like very successful um, separation of Siamese twins with a very complex matter in terms of the circulation, uh, circulatory systems of the two twins who both actually survived. And in part of like his story, there's a part of when he was young that for some reason he could understand it, but he was really attracted to classical music. And he would listen a lot and just landed up learning a lot about the different composers and musicians and pieces. And that was just something at the time that just drew him. And then years later, he landed up being in some, going through various interview rounds. And at one particular like significant interview round, for a particular hospital with a particular professor, something happened at the beginning, whether it was that there was a picture of some famous musician or some piece of music up on the wall, but somehow the conversation turns to classical music very early on, and these guys just hit it off like so phenomenally, and there was like one, the number, the percentage, like there was hardly like one place for like a whole lot of people interviewing, and he landed up getting that placement, and it's just how, like, we never quite can totally understand how things overlap and interplay. And things feed each other. And to just trust. Yeah, to just kind of have a willingness to show up with a full open heart to all experiences, to gain learning, because you never know when it's going to serve. And to just trust that everything does have a value and a contribution. And it's not for me to get stuck on when or how. But if it's in front of me, to just give it my best, to learn the best I can, just trusting that in some way, shape or form, it all comes together perfectly and has a value and contribution. So if I can just learn the best I can where I am, that is the best that I can do. So on this note, happy adventuring, precious heart. And here it is to being okay with slowing down, getting centered, making mistakes, trying again, tuning in to that energy, that connection between ourselves and life and taking opportunities to learn wherever we are and cross-pollination of like applying experiences and learning in other places and just trusting those opportunities will present even, even when we may not see it and even if they may be sort of decades or lifetimes apart. Happy adventuring, precious heart. Mwah.